Our milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Better check could be working for Chelsea soon. Man United are trying to get their ducks in a row. Mike Dean could be celebrating at Wembley this weekend. Football Ramble Day. It's a voting day here in the UK. Oh, let's get political. I vote for Ramble. <laughs> and lots of it. Well, 45 minutes of it. I would vote for Pete Donson for any party. <laughs> Whatever party you stood I could for, be Lord, I would vote for you. I could be Lord Buckethead and you wouldn't even know. I'd love that. Mm. Love We'd all love that. that. We'd love I a bit of LB. I've never, seen him, I've never seen you and him in the same place at the same time. Same so. pub. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, you ready to talk about football? Yes, good man. Uh, Luke Moore's back, by the way. Welcome back, who Luke that Moore. was. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. You're looking so here. tanned. Yeah. It's not true, is it? No. <laughs> Your freckles will come out, though. He's got a yellow shirt on. <laughs> Look sun-kissed or embarrassed. Thank you, you very much. I was probably a bit of both. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, yes, let, let's start with some Premier League chat. Of course, Ooh. the Premier League has finished. Um, but it has been reported that Pedacek will join Chelsea this summer in a brand new sporting director role. Make your mind up, mate. Yeah. Back and forth. Not been confirmed because um, uh, old Petter came out and said, no, 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 no I, nothing's been decided and whatnot. And you think to yourself, hang on a minute. Ha- someone up. has linked this. Now, I, I Hands heard... up who's suspicious about the timing of this announcement. Yes. Yeah, we've all got our hands up in the studio, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Um, uh, apart from Keep Peter. your hands up if you like me. Yeah, <laughs> Luke likes me. Uh, this was, according to the, that grapevine, um, this has been talked about for a few months mm. now, but yes, the, who decided to release it now? A bit yeah. naughty to try and throw him off. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's really unprofessional. Leno's got to play now. But obviously, it's, you know, these things take ages to finalise, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's not going to be distracted yeah, I mean, by a contract, is he? Like, including, in those, including in those people were wow. uh, ex-Arsenal goalkeeper David Seaman. Really? Who says that Peter Cech... And I will say, I've got no beef with David Seaman. I've never met him before. I'm sure he's a lovely chap. But he has some of the worst takes I've ever seen. <laughs> and this is the latest in a long line uh, saying that Peter Cech or Petr Cech, whatever you say, mm. should be dropped for the Europa League final. Mm. I think that is an interesting take. And I imagine him chuckling along as he said it because he, he just laughs constantly, oh, doesn't oh, he? Oh, David oh, yeah. He's really yeah, right, endearing. Oh, 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 <laughs> I think he should be dropped. Ray, Ray Parler tells a story about David Seaman being really into fishing. Yeah. Have you heard this yeah, story? That surprise and he asked him to come around and see his fishing boat. Have you heard this story? Uh, so Ray Pollard rushes round there to see his fishing boat. Rushes, well, ra- rushes round. Yeah. He's got a fishing boat. I've got to see his boat. I've got to see his boat. This is back in the... Oh, come on, get on map. Get it's on me, board. the rushing run for Pele. <laughs> get, on, get on to board. Get on to board. This is the 90s, man. It was a big thing for, for players to have boats, I expect, then. And right. anyway... <laughs> It, really? In a fishing I lo- boat? I love that you're dying on this rushing hill. <laughs> yeah. He's rushing around there, Jim. <laughs> Imagine the scene. Who wants to see Seaman's boat? <laughs> anyway, the, 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 the story goes that he goes around to see it and it turns out that the boat is like that big and it's just one for bait. Oh. And, it, and, the, and the bait goes through the... To, to, oh. to, 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 Which to, I hadn't rushed around in. Yeah. yeah, I think he was yeah. pretty gutted about Knackered. it. Right. David Seaman is so into fishing, he thinks that's a fishing boat. David Seaman. It's mm. funny because David Seaman does seem quite joyous and, and likeable and you'd think he was um, quite... Wise and intelligent, and he may well be, but as Luke says, he often throws us off the scent. Well, he doesn't do a lot. He doesn't. Yeah. He's not seen a lot on the media, but maybe he blotted his copybook with some absolute outlandish shouts. And so this the, is his second coming. He refused to autograph my mate's program at Wembley once because he was wearing his gloves. That's, That's kind news, of fair. Yeah, wasn't starting. Game on, man. No, in which oh, case, take fair. one off. You shouldn't have your gloves. Oh, take one off. Know, I don't know. Um, um, <laughs> the the hat trick I refer to when it comes to terrible takes. I mean, I can tell you what they are. This Wait, is the Peter Cech hat trick one. Uh-huh. The second one was that David De Gea. And he said this last week yep. that David De Gea is a better goalkeeper than Edison. And yeah, that's the one before no. that. He said that Arsenal were a better proposition for Aaron Ramsey than Juventus. <laughs> Yeah, Jim, they, defend they, it. Defend those, it, Jim. No, those, they are tepid at best. <laughs> Not even <laughs> Adams, uh, Keogh and Dixon and Winterbone could defend that. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> they could yeah. only just whimsically ask for offside. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are uh, from the halfway line, those takes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, the thing is, uh, the, this check thing, it's just... Uh, it's, it's a slow news week, isn't it? It's an elaborate ruse, it is, yeah. Do you think it's an elaborate Proper ruse? Well, I think stuff, this, this is sort of, you know, incremental marginal gains, right? Chelsea thinking, well, this might be slightly to our advantage, so let's put it out there. Maybe it'll sort of put some uh, confusion in over the Czech or Leno boot, starts. Well, I think Czech will start regardless. If it was on the other foot, if it was a Chelsea goalkeeper or something like oh, that, yeah, yeah. Reason, I'd you, want you'd, Arsenal you'd, to do that. You'd Absolutely. chuckle. You do, would. You reckon, do you remember when um, in FIFA, um, they have, obviously during the game, you have like a contract discussion 
um, and Petr Cech, they had the same player model oh, yeah. for the boardroom discussion. He still had his helmet on. Ah, yeah, we this might is get what to I'm see imagining. It. We this might is get what to I'm see imagining. It. Yeah. Some people would wear the helmets in the crowd at Arsenal to support Peter Cech. I thought mm. it was more wayward mm. shots. No, no, I've seen. I've been. Okay. I've been to Arsenal and I've seen people with the Peter Cech helmet on. Yeah, all oh, right, okay. Yeah, just like as them. like a fan. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, there are a lot of helmets at Arsenal. Often recording blogs outside the stadium. Yes. Every club, Jim, let's be fair. That's every a bit you literally did that earlier yeah, on today. I you know the ones I mean. <laughs> I you know the ones I mean. <laughs> um, talking of con- con- conflict of interest, Luke, the, the situation in the Netherlands' second tier. Oh, I didn't you see talk- what happened last night. You spoke about this on, on, on the continent. It's mm. fascinating. So it was a, it was a relegation playoff, was yeah. it? Let me, let, me tell you, um, let me tell you exactly, because I've got it in, in my notes here. here my memory get, does not get extend. The get so the game was last night, the second leg. Yeah. But the situation, do you guys know about this? No. Nope. So the situation was this, right? Um, <laughs> Henk de Jong is, is slash was the manager of de Grafschap, who were a top tier Eredivisie side mm-hmm. in Netherlands. They were playing a relegation playoff against a team called Camber, who were in the second tier, and the second leg was last night. The first leg was one all. Um, the kicker here is that the Grafschap manager, Henk de Jong, has already signed a deal to manage Camber next season. <laughs> Right. Last night, the Graf, Graf Chat won 2 0. So, so they stay in the top tier. Uh, so which now means that Hank de Jong has to go and manage in the second tier for a team that he signed So his professionalism he can't be questioned. <laughs> yeah. But he could have thought to himself, do you know what? I could, I oh, could uh, make some questionable substitutions for, yeah. and I'll be managing still in the end of the season. How mad is that as a story? It's right? crazy. It yeah. is pretty, yeah. pretty I mean, I, I think going back to Czech, though, the, you know. He's a model professional, isn't he? I don't think anyone would doubt that. So I think mm. this will be. This won't play on his mind. No, no, I don't think no, so. No, but, but you know, if you're, if you're, he's, he's just not very good anymore. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's not very oh, good come anymore. Come on, Jim. Yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> that's a stupid that. take. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. why I said it, don't you? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you love David. Um, but I think you know, it's th- this isn't really the headline about the uh, about the game, is it? Is it not in, in Baku? Um, no. Well, yes. Uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan is Can, not allowed in the country, and Can, not just Henrik Mkhitaryan. There are some Arsenal fans with Armenian heritage who've been denied access. Because the, the people's game, it's open to all. Can I deliver? Can I deliver a take on this? And I don't know why I keep saying that. I, I hate the word hot take normally, but this, this show's just been... Th- and I'm going to put this out here, and you guys can, can batter me all you like. And I, and I said this off-air yesterday to James Horncastle mm-hmm. and Andy Brasselon on the content. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, but, but, but we talked about it off-air. I, I found myself feeling quite passionately that Arsenal should boycott this. Now, I understand why they won't, and I completely get that Champions League football is a big thing and mm-hmm. they get to a European final. Arsenal haven't won a European title before, have they, for example? I don't think. Yeah, no. no cup winners' cup. Winners cup. cup, winners cup so and of course the Fairs Cup in the year. Okay, but so in this current iteration, they've, they've not won it. And they want to be back in the Champions League. So I totally get it. I'm not blaming you. I'm not having a go at them for not doing it. But I think what's happened here is the thin end of a very worrying uh, wedge and Arsenal should boycott it and Chelsea should support them. Did, did, we not all, did we not say this on the podcast? They should be boycotting it massively. It's, hmm. it's, it's, it's I was on the show, man. It, it's, un, it's, it's unfit for purpose. Like if, you, if you're literally making a selection decision, if the government of the country that you're doing the, the final in is making a selection decision so that um, a team is effectively underpowered because they don't have access to all the football, well, it's a disgrace, isn't it? That isn't yeah. quite what's happened though because, it, you know, Couldn't guarantee the has been told that he he will be fine and but he's not felt that he can travel no, he hasn't mm. felt that he can yeah. travel and, and UEFA just basically passed the buck onto onto him and to Arsenal and that's a very difficult situation for Arsenal to be in I, I understand why they wouldn't boycott it the amount of money at stake and all of these things that make modern football tick in the way that it does I think uh, as lovely as it would be if Arsenal so stepped good up if and they did that, that it would be We're brilliant but realistically I can't see it happening but I just feel like UEFA's constant guff about you know how the game's for everybody and it's supposed to be inclusive and all, all this all this stuff that they try out and 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 you know the the, the supposed things they put in place to combat racism and, and and that sort of thing we see here with this example that that, that it's not it's empty and meaningless it's nothing yeah. you cannot trust them but, you cannot believe what UEFA say they have no credibility and, and just no no well, no just no credibility it's, it's like the all. Italian FA saying racism is bad <laughs> yeah but and the, then they don't the, bother the, finding the, anyone the devil's advocate position and the reason I say like that is because I'm actually necessarily personally subscribed to it they would adopt and it's FIFA do it as well is they say that you have to lead the way, you have to show the example, so you have to give mm. these countries, and, and FIFA do it with the World Cup, this mm. is the, one of the excuses they used for, for example, Qatar having the World Cup, and actually to a lesser extent Russia. That's true, yeah. It can't just be a close shop. You can't have the UEFA or the Europa League final and the Champions League final just 
circling around Spain, France, Germany, and England. It has to. They have to show the way, and 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 in order to to encourage countries like um, Azerbaijan to do the, do what we would consider to be the right thing, of course. You have to kind of encourage them as well as it's a carrot well, and a stick well, type thing, right? Well, you do, but there should be a criteria that has to be met. Yeah. And if you don't meet that criteria, you, then then sorry, but you can't have that. Well, if I, you've got a particular I, yeah. situation where people from a certain country aren't cannot come into the country, it's just it's just absurd. It's just mm. absolutely backward, and just there's no place in it in 2019, let yeah. alone in football. And, you, and you're right. And if, if Mkhitaryan, who's Arsenal's third highest scorer, yep. In the in the Europa League or all altogether, I, I think across, I think in all competitions, he's made a contribution. Yeah, but if he was the star, performer, if he was Albamy, let's see if he was the Premier League Player of the Year, and then this happened, yeah, it'd be a bigger deal, and it, mm. and it shouldn't have to be that. No, that's right. But with regards to taking finals and whatnot elsewhere, well, um, Moscow, Kiev, and Istanbul, off, off the top of my head, have, have had big European finals recently. So they have done that to an extent. Mm. Athens as well yeah. uh, is another one. You know, uh, uh, Azerbaijan have games in the uh, the, the Euro 2020 yes. um, competition coming up where it's a right. bit scattered. And the US had to change something, didn't they? Because there was a situation where the US were bidden to host the World Cup and there were concerns about their immigration policy, which they then had to agree to change see. in order to get the um, the, the nod, yeah. basically. So yeah. uh, these things are clearly fluid situations. But, but it's, it's, it's fluid, but it's also they're, they're making compromises where money is involved on a massive level. You look at like the way that um, the UAE have um, joined in the bid for the under-21s, uh, the under-20 World Cup uh, with Saudi Arabia and Bahrain in, in 21. You're sort of going, right, are you bidding for the Women's World Cup there? Well, like, like, uh, so, so, they're, so they're right. bid for the part that they're, yeah. they, 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 they think is yeah. palatable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you, Pete. And, and, I and think FIFA will just go, where's the money? Yeah, we'll take it. Cool. You're absolutely right. That, that's how these things work, sadly. With regards to Azerbaijan and Baku, it is it's a very controversial place to, to have the the final. Now, no one's saying, well, why is it there? That's a silly little country or something. That's not the thing. Mm. People, you know, I think sometimes UEFA react as if people are saying those words. That yeah. is not the case. No. Yeah. Everywhere should have a chance yeah. within reason. But they have to be ready. But of course they The do. old and airport if, thing and all that kind of thing. But if yeah. they're not ready then maybe they will be in five years' time or something. Yeah, with infrastructure or poli- exactly, politically. Exactly. If you're not, if you're not yes. willing to, to, to be a global power, if you're yeah. not willing to be a global mm. country, then sorry, that is closed off to you, I'm afraid. Yeah. Either, either grow up or go home. I, uh, yeah. They are home. Stay home. Yeah, they are home. <laughs> stay home. We're going to them. Stay home, yeah. if anything. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Indeed, yeah. Um, also, but, it's worth pointing out as well that no one could have known that it would be two teams from London that would get to the final. Obviously, that's the, that, that, the trip because a lot of this has been about the distance. Yeah, well. I feel that's a non-issue. Exactly. No, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's very, very expensive for, for sets of both fans to come. And I think both clubs have actually given tickets back, which is, right. is pretty amazing. And there was but very few tickets of, up for grabs. Wasn't it? Yeah, 16,000 each or something? Yeah. Oh, six and a half thousand each, I think it was. Sorry, right. Yeah, great show. Crazy. Uh, Maurizio Sarri has said that, uh, you know, if... if, if um, his Chelsea um, career goes down to this game, then he'd rather be sacked now. I love, See, I, I love that. Yeah. I, we're not talking about Peter Cech anymore. <laughs> Sarri stepped up and gone that. Yeah. Sarri's, Sarri's like mode, like the way he operates, is so funny. Like the other quote, what's the other quote he said? He said, "You're either happy with my work or you're not." <laughs> it's brilliant. And, and, and he said, basically, if you're putting ten months of work to go down to ninety minutes, he says that's pretty ridiculous. But, uh, but I love an employee going into his boss's office and saying, "Okay, how do you think it's going?" Well, you're either happy with my work or you're not. I've got, <laughs> yeah. got no interest. Like the stock it. room's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like it, though, because managers often don't, understandably so, put their head above the parapet when mm, they, yeah. their, their job is on the line or at least being talked about. And right. To just stand yeah. up and go, well, this is what I mm. do. You know mm. this. Well, you knew it before. You certainly bloody know it now. Yeah, exactly. Do you like this... it or not? Because you might as well get rid of me because if it goes down to this game, I'm sorry. The strength of character for that, given yeah. that Sarri isn't from within the world of football and worked his way up from, yeah. you know, from just having a sort of civilian job, I suppose you might say, is incredible. But maybe that's... Just... But is there an element, perhaps, that he sees it as a job? Whereas whereas maybe if you're into football and whatnot, you, you, you perhaps don't see it in well, normal employment quite... terms, if you see what I mean. He's been maybe. quite vocal... Well, he's been quite vocal about everything, but he's been quite, <laughs> he's been quite vocal about the idea that he hasn't financially got out of football... Yeah, an amount commensurate with the amount of work he's put in. I mm. think that's why he's keen to get a payoff to stay. Yeah, to 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 to, to do something like that. Or maybe I mean, his contract is worth five million pounds a year. Is it not? 
Because apparently there's talk of Juventus having to pay £5 million compensation to get him from right. Chelsea. If they go for it. But um, yeah. But Chelsea are 11 to 8 favourites to win the Europa League in 90 minutes on Wednesday mm. night. £10 with bet 365 returns £23.75, including stake. There we are. There we are. Um, let's turn our attention to Manchester United. They and their goalkeeper have been in the press of late. Uh, could be parting ways with David De Gea soon. He's not signed a new contract. His current deal goes up until the end of next season. Um, 2020 hmm. summer of 2020 uh, and uh, there's reports that uh, if they did sell him they may try and cash in now while his stock is still reasonably high hmm. talk of Romero stepping into his shoes Romero yeah, stepping into really his shoes we can, we can finally settle our debate Marcus we can see it in, I said that Romero is the best second choice keeper in the Premier League Yeah, and I think he could do a good job as a number one well as, as Romero I understand what you mean but I think of Romero as mainly Argentina goal because he's got 96 caps whereas actually if you look at his club Racing Club in, um, I think that's in Argentina, is it Racing Club? Yeah, it will be, yeah. Um, and then he went to AZ in the Eredivisie, then Sampdoria for, for four years. Then he was at Monaco on loan, only played three league games there. And then since being at Manchester United, has played seven league games. Mm. He's played 10 league games in the last six years. Sure. That is got not, to be question marks, That's yeah. not first choice yeah. for Manchester United, for, for my money. But you've mm. got to be given it. I mean, I get that, and I, I'm totally sympathetic to that viewpoint, but I think... It's kind of hard to judge him until he's had a chance. Mm. And he's never really... Those seven league games he's played for Man United, they would have probably all been under the idea that as soon as De Gea's available again, he's not, he'll be out. Well, Van Hal put him in as first choice for a little bit. Love that. Yeah. Make, <laughs> make what you will you of that, everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, he clearly Romero is a decent keeper and he's certainly a very good number two. I, I just wonder if you're a Manchester United fan, are, are you particularly happy with that? But then... If they're, if they're concerned that De Gea is not signing the contract, then cashing in would probably make sense mm. because I don't think next season they're going to... I think they'll struggle for top four again next season mm. Mm. unless they make big signings. But the signings they need to make, goalkeeper's well, not the priority. No, it's not. And, and the, the, one of the most damning indictments from Man United at the moment, I feel like, is that there was a, an interesting um, quote from a source close to Jadon Sancho. Did you guys read this? Well, they said you know, United were in, the, in for Jadon Sancho. They want to sign him, think he's a Man United type player, and I can see why, of course. And what does that even mean nowadays? Well, but that, <laughs> yeah, he's really good at football, but, but the report, <laughs> therefore he'd be welcome at us. <laughs> but, the, but the quote that came out said was, was something like Jadon Sancho isn't convinced that the, the quality at Man United is something that he wants to yeah, be involved I mean, in. Real... And, and it's easy to see, see why now because he could be what, another French player, couldn't but, he? Like... But, but the thing is, oh, Pete, imagine someone saying that about Man United like know, ten years ago. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's how far. Not even, not even ten. He's not, an, he's not even an established international player, Jadon well, But Jadon Sancho <laughs> nearly won the Bundesliga this season. He's in the yeah, England squad. Exactly. Mm. It'd be mad if he moved, unless it Absolutely. was to a Barcelona or Real Madrid. Definitely. I mean, they are far down the list of, of clubs that you want to join, join mm. in the Premier League. It's the problem for and them. And it's, it's the, the, that and slippery slope. And that's why they're overspending. <laughs> well, yeah. what, about, what about Juan Bissaka? Because Manchester United, there are reports that they're maybe going to enter the bidding with £25 million. And then Crystal Palace say, we value him at £70 million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that could rumble on for a little I feel bit. Like the planet could run out of money because of the Premier League. <laughs> if we're not careful. <laughs> George Mendes has uh, got most of it. <laughs> no, no well, one this is, is an issue, though, isn't it? The agents' fees are, are, are so high; like you know, su- substantial amounts of those millions go to the agents. But one player, Manchester United, are, are looking very close to signing is Daniel James from Swansea, mm. reported for around fifteen million, twenty-one year old. So a different situation there. You go and uh, a guy who's in a in a sort of a mid-table. Oh, oh, top half uh, championship side so he's going to go to Manchester United yeah. so the sad reports are his father's just died yeah. which yeah. throws a spanner in the works it's a real, real shame for, for for him and the family of course do, yeah. do, do you think um, oh, of course absolutely dreadful 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 news but do you, do you is it an indictment of United I'm, I'm asking the question I'm not trying to sort of be, be naughty is it an indictment of United that that's the player after as well could is, be is that not a better sign than signing another face well, another, it, it reminds yeah. me a bit I, of when Liverpool signed Paul Koncheski <laughs> I think see, I, I wonder which about I was supportive well. of at the time they did a lot of that kind of behaviour <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I see what you're saying Luke but I, I think they are probably trying to adopt a, a different approach as, as yeah. Pete's touched on there because like you know throwing sort of big name signings at, at the squad has, has perhaps imbalanced it because they've not been looking at what they need on the pitch more so you know just looking first at status maybe that's a, an oversimplified way of looking at it but that certainly feels like there are like examples of that within the squad but I think the problem is is that Daniel James that you know it's 15 to 20 million I've seen it um, yep. described yeah. as and like can you still do that? Can you still pick up these like exciting young prospects I'll, for, I'll, for, I'll tell you why for a little signed. bit of money? I'll tell you why they signed mm. him. They watched Swansea 
go 2 0 up against Man City and Daniel James worry that back line of thinking, is he some sort of weird kryptonite <laughs> type player? He, he actually was a, a player who genuinely worried Manchester City for however long. Get him in. Well, we need anything that we can get. The reason everyone's linking everyone with, every, maybe not with everyone, it's partly surely because they've got no structure. So they've mm-hmm. got no, they've got no plan. There's talk today that they're going to put together a sort of brains trust of some old players to help them target good players, trying to ape the Liverpool model. Well, yeah. the Liverpool model, as far as I understand it, is, ho- is headed up by a guy whose name I forget now, annoyingly, who has got a real history in statistics and in data and in analysis and, and, and it's been very, very important in terms of the players they've gone out and got. Now, we can also, we can all say, oh yeah, well, you know, 75 million for Van Dijk, it's pretty obvious signing. But they would have crunched the numbers on that. And I just mm. don't know whether chucking together three old players and saying, can you f- help us find some players <laughs> yeah. is really going to do an awful lot. I feel like I, I could sell Edward with a horse. Yeah. You know yeah, it's like, it's like the Jack Lang tweet we talked about the other week where it was like, oh, looking forward to this uh, Ajax side being broken up and Edward would make a bid for Klaus Jan Hunter. Like. You know, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. And, and, and the, ty- the, the other thing is they're being linked with different kinds of players and you could argue that's because they need strengthening all over the pitch, which they probably do. Mm. But the Wan-Bissaka thing, he's got a contract of 2022 mm. and he's not going to be yeah, it's not going to be a, a, a ridiculously low earner because no player who's a first-team player in the Premier League really is now. So are United going to want to gamble to that extent? I think Palace are within their rights to ask for a lot of money because of his potential. But then that just really tests how much United want him mm. because you're not going to get him for 25... I mean, it's, these days, that's a joke. He's been one yeah. of the best fullbacks in the Premier League this season. Absolutely. But also, you, sorry, Marcus, but you now get the thing where, you know, what if it doesn't work out? Well, this what is if the, it doesn't work out for Wan-Bissaka and he becomes this like seventy-five million pound flop? Like Zaha, Zaha went there from the same route for a lot of money. Absolutely, but the the money wasn't quite as ridiculous. No. I think we're going to start. Jim, come on. Well, <laughs> some is that what you're I really, your I really what if it never works out? <laughs> <laughs> Don't play that horse you sold him at fullback. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four legs. Blimey, it, should, it should be okay. Some players um, are going to leave Manchester United, and uh, and Wan Mata seems to be one there's 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 reports he's literally one <laughs> yes he is uh, there's reports that little Rafa Benitez might be interested in him joining Newcastle hey, apparently little Rafa, little Rafa. yeah he's Apparent- definitely a Mike Ashley player isn't he like um, a man who's oh, what is he 31, 31 he's yeah. getting on he's probably on over £100,000 a week join on a free though yeah join on a free yeah well he's right, we'll give you 40 grand a week <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say <laughs> Ashley doesn't know on a free, you say. Yeah. What, so we don't have to pay him. No, Mike. That's yeah. not how he, he doesn't just pay anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, so, so that that could be an option for one matter if Mike Ashley uh, falls asleep during the deal. Um, Barcelona are also interested. Can so I just it's say, a difficult one. Yeah. Can I just say something that I think every listener listening to this is going to say right now? I would be staggered. <laughs> I would yeah. be absolutely. I, I actually think there's more chance of Jim selling Edward with a horse. I've gone. I've <laughs> gone on record Ed. multiple times. That I bloody love one matter, and he's been ruined by Josie. Mourinho on two occasions mm-hmm. and I, I would love him in a Newcastle show. He came, down, he's never our, gonna he came down and watched one of our games at Regent's Park. He, he? Did, he did, yeah. yeah. That's genuinely uh, hey, hey. Hey. He came down with his we, girlfriend and sorry, watched Pete, our match. I was under the impression about? that Marcus was about to let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> which is not the MO of this show. Alright, fine. I didn't nutmeg him then. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Mark, uh, Pete, would you take Mourinho at Newcastle if that meant you could have Maka? <laughs> you would! Come That's on! Great. Mourinho at Newcastle! I don't think that matters. Yeah, it would be hilarious. And then if he blamed Rafa Benitez for the poor work he did beforehand and all that trouble. You know, you know when I said earlier I wasn't being trying to be naughty about Man United, it was a genuine question. Be naughty now. Man United are sixteen to one to win next season's Premier League. Okay, ten pound with bet three six five returns one hundred and seventy pound including stake. It's a long close season, Luke. Very good. Have some respect. Very good. Not as long as they need. Before we go to emails, <laughs> nice little transfer here that uh, Kieran Trippier is very close to joining Napoli. Apparently, you can almost hear them biting their flipping arm off. Can't you? <laughs> yeah. I would love. I would love. <laughs> I'd love to hear Trippier try a bit of Neapolitan. Oh, I would. Yeah. I would. Isn't well. he, it's the most violently northern man yeah. I've ever heard speak. <laughs> yeah. Atletico Madrid have come in from as well, allegedly, yeah. um, to replace Juan Fran, who I think is moving on. Re- the you can say reportedly rather than allegedly. Well, either doesn't matter. That's yeah. true. That's true. I Apparently, just like, I just like Poch is, is uh, interested in developments. Like he's, he's open to offers, and he's gone. Yeah, he bloody will be, won't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is with, with Trippi, though, he's been a big part of um, of like the Champions League run for Spurs mm. and whatnot. Well, a part of it, certainly. I don't want to. He's not had a great season. Well, look, he's, know, but, he's not had a great season, but he, Marcus, you have to absolutely right. He's, he's, he's played, and they're in the final. Yeah, and he so will start the final. Let's yeah. not be detrimental to the guy. I mean, yeah, of course. he's part of, part I, of the he's team. Still, he's still got something to offer. He's, he had a brilliant World Cup. He's, yep. he, he was good before that. This season, not so much, but that that can happen. But 
Providing both parties are still keen on the on this deal, it may well happen after the Champions League final. I think if you're preparing for a Champions League final, you probably don't want... Would yeah, you have, would you have played so many matches this season if they'd had a slightly um, deeper squad? Possibly not. No, probably not. But um, we um, we sat outside this very studio, yes. not 10 paces away, nah. and watched that man banging a free kick in a World <laughs> Cup semi-final less lovely. than a year ago. Yeah. So let's all have a bit of respect. If we still <laughs> say that in two or three years' time. Go well, <laughs> go well. Well, the, the expectations for him this season were a lot higher as well, weren't yeah, they? Of course. They were. Such a brilliant World Cup. And obviously that must be pretty exhausting um, to, to come back from as well. But um, I mean, where, where would you go? Atletico or Napoli? I, do you know what? Two of my favourite European yeah, cities. I, I think, I think that. Madrid is a nicer city than Napoli. Oh, oh, I think it is. Yeah, I know you think that. I'm just saying you're going to get pelters. Yeah. From who? The Camorra. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> I think they've got bigger fish to fry. Wow. And they do fry them. Don't come much bigger than you, mate. <laughs> How dare you. Um, right, let's have some emails with Pete Say I'm the only bee in your Got mail. Bad bees. Bad bees. Hello to Jacob. Hi guys, and like your chat on Wolves making the Europa League on Monday. I just thought you'd be interested to know that the Hungarian side Budapest Honved have also qualified for the Europa League. Oh, this wow. is an amazing draw for Wolves. Ooh. First ever European game, right? Mm. 1954 yeah. fixture between the two sides where Wolves won 3 2 uh, under the Molyneux lights and were subsequently uh, dubbed the champions of the world afterwards. Yeah, because I think <laughs> it was the last game before. Proper European competition established yep. itself, maybe. maybe. There's maybe. a big plaque at Molyneux, I've seen it. It was yeah, a lovely. massive factor behind uh, the uh, creation of the European Cup, or what we, we know it as. Um, yeah. I, th- I think Wolves might be a bit better than Honved these <laughs> Yeah, and I think in that game in the 50s, Steve Bull got the winner. Thank you for that, Jacob. called out for England while he's playing in the seventh team. <laughs> yes, thank you for that, uh, Jacob. Uh, Reese has got in touch. Hello, Ramblers. As you're scraping the barrel of the internet for content as the season gr- draws closed. I don't think I'm not having that. What an assumption. Oh, did you not just hear the, the previous oh, 25 minutes? Wow. Yeah. Um, a few years ago my dad's over 45s veteran team at Cardiff Academicals organised a tour to Germany somehow managing to get a game against the Bayer Leverkusen over 45 side Ooh. when they arrived in town to play the match they were hit with the image of a banner with the words welcome Cardiff City FC veterans plastered over the side of a bus oh dear. like yeah. I love when like teams sort of just go somewhere else and they just assume that they're um, that's, that's the, much that, bigger that, that's the ridiculously that's the equivalent blown up to a massive degree of turning up on a Sunday morning looking across when you were like 10 years old and going oh is that player got a moustache over there <laughs> yeah. they're a lot older than us it's like the uh, it's like, remember the um, the Brazilian team uh, but they weren't really the actual national oh, yes. team that played in North Korea in mm. Pyongyang and they were like it's the national Brazilian team was I it, don't recommend recognise any of these people Korea, no, I think it was I don't think it was North Korea I think, I think it was it, Pyongyang I th- okay wherever it was I remember yeah. that the it was the sort of place you could get away with that kind of shit I oh, think it's fair yeah, to say fair enough um, well, Hartlepool <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah the, the banner was uh, was held aloft the group of old men were then given a tour of the town on the team bus and full VIP treatment before playing at the club stadium Class. Well, that's good. And they got trounced. Uh, anyway, I thought, right. <laughs> Imagine that, though. If you yeah. old, old what, side like that and you played at Bayer Leverkusen. He didn't say, but only today, apparently, they were beaten 12 0 by Real Madrid uh, veterans who were fielding players like Emilio uh, Butrugueno uh, and the former uh, Liverpool player uh, Antonio Nunes at the Real <laughs> Training Ground. Wow. They're having a they're lovely time. They're living brilliant. their best life. They've yeah. got an excellent email signature, this team, haven't they? <laughs> they must getting, have. yeah. They've uh, unequivocally been thrashed by uh, teams including Barcelona, Ajax, and Benfica. I think the most they've scored on two are barely creeps above three. It's not <laughs> like I'm Bitter seeing photos of him in Madrid while I'm revising for exams, says Reese. That is well, superb. Uh, your time will come when you get over 45. Reece. Yeah, exactly. Finally for now, uh, Jason Ayrton. Thank you, Jason. I thought I'd share a positive story about the great man Big Al, Alan Shearer. Uh, Newcastle, I used to train next to my uh, train in my hometown of Chesley Street and one uh, day I was playing football on the fields next to the training ground when I happened to go over on my ankle. Being a bit of a drama queen back then, uh, I made a bit of a fuss, uh, so much so that the Newcastle physio came over and had a look. <laughs> Derek. Is it Derek? I think it's Derek. Uh, after concluding that I it was nothing uh, more than a sprained ankle, he took me the, to the pavilion to arrange a taxi home for me and my mates. Having no money with me, uh, they phoned my mum to say I was on my uh, way home uh, and would she have the cash to pay for it. At this point, Alan Shearer steps in uh, and says that he'd give uh, him and his li- uh, pals a lift home. So they all got in uh, Shearer's jag. Wow, oh, that's nice. And uh, But when we arrived home at my house, which my mum confused after working a full night shift, uh, we tried to give Alan Shearer £10 for his uh, troubles, thinking he was a taxi driver. Um, he politely declined, but uh, came in the house for a cup of tea and a bit of a chat. Oh, uh, it was the peak lovely. of my life. I was 12 years old. It's all been downhill since then. He what a man, what a player, Jason Ayton. Thank you, Dad. He wasn't even an egg then, either. I guess he wasn't. Well, like, actually, if he's, if he's injured, that's kind of egg. very later, much later oh, in his okay. career, when he was pretty much getting there. If you want to get to the show... Apparently, we're bereft of content. Yeah. Show at the footballramble.com up yours. I think that's been the case for years. Oh, <laughs> indeed. All right, let's have an ad break. 
football ramble live returns to a theatre near you and I've got a bigger props budget than ever. Don't believe me, just watch ladies and gentlemen, it's the football ramble live! If you could choose the next FIFA president, who would you go for? The blind orphan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again. Have we got any blind orphans yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in London, we've got Hackney, Alexandra Palace, Shepherds Bush and Hayes. Guildford, Liverpool, Northampton, Brighton, High Wycombe, Sheffield and Leeds. Which footballer would you choose to walk the Nile with? Nile Ranger, obviously. Straight yeah. <laughs> Newcastle, Norwich, Birmingham and Salford. Get your tickets now at RambleLive.com. That's RambleLive.com. Do it now. Talk about the championship playoff final, Aston Villa versus Derby. The big one. It is the big one. The last time they met was in March when Villa gubbed them 4-0. Villa are back in the playoff final, guys, from losing last year's to Fulham 1-0. And this game's on Monday, right? So we're previewing it now, but we will do another show before it happens. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a tricky time of year, I understand. The playoff yeah. final always uh, always ev- evades us like that, because yeah. it's on uh, a little bit later on Monday afternoon mm. after we record. Uh, Villa, though, they, they lost their last game of the season. They laboured a little bit against West Brom at times and needed pens, whereas mm. Derby came through with quite the flourish against Leeds at Ellen Road. Who do we fancy? I feel like Villa... Because they were in the in the final last year, they just have to go through. I feel like that's how it works. <laughs> Forensic. It's like roulette. Yeah. It's bound to be red next. <laughs> Is yeah. that right? I yeah. Mean, no. I, but genuinely, I, I feel like Villa have perhaps the experience to um, to play the occasion a bit better mm. because Derby have a lot of very young players and also the lone players as well. Oh, perhaps. they'll have big Ashley Cole at left back, won't they? Well, they might. True, Ashley true. Cole could start. He could start. I think um, he will because Scotland alone is suspended, is he not? Yeah, I, don't, I can't think it, 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 what other options they've got there off the top of my head. But yeah, we could see Ashley Cole back at Wembley. Yeah. Enjoyable. We and will enjoyable see Frank Lampard uh, and John Terry, of course, on, on, on the sidelines. Oppos- Imagine if they had a bust up. It'd be great. Both players, um, both teams have players that can turn a game. Yes. Yeah, which which I think is good for for playoff final. It's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. Let's put it that way. I think it's, it's going to be. Lovely. I think yeah. it'll be great. And and Jack Jack, Jack Grealish is clearly the player that stands out on the Villa side of, of the ledger. Um, I know John McGinn's a good player, and Tammy Abraham's good as well. But they've got a wily midfield Villa. They do. And, and for I, this kind of occasion, you could say, well, Derby have got the youthful exuberance. Perhaps there's no fear factor. Hmm. But but you look at some of the operators like McGinn in there, uh, uh, whatnot for Villa. They they just have a bit more experience it's, and and a bit more wiliness. As there's going to be a lot of yeah. uh, there was a lot of ill behaviour in this in these playoff um, matches. So I, I could see a sending off. Or two. But you know what? We, Across we, all the leagues, there was the playoff weird. final has been spicy, a, a, a superb game on mm. on a number of occasions, and it's been a bit more cagey. I don't know. I would really love to see, and I, and I hope that this will be a much more open affair. And I think I think Derby. That's probably how they play. And I don't know whether Villa will pick them off or try th- and get th- into a slugfest kind Marcus, of... Marcus, I feel like this is the time. Jack Grealish is a great player, yep. an exciting young player, been linked with big clubs. Mm. As, as and, and I hope Aston Villa fans will forgive me for saying this, but has sort of flattered to deceive a little bit. And it feels to me like, here's your moment. Well, get out second, there and run the show. I, I'm surprised that there's been so much talk about him this season because obviously he was a, a bit of a big name and it was one he of the He was physically abused, legs. Pete. He was physically <laughs> abused. And, yeah. and now he's kind of back for his second bite at the at the fame cherry. So I hope that he takes it with both hands. Yeah. He, he loves Villa though, doesn't he, Jack? Yeah, he does. Of course, he yeah. does. I think he's the best place for him to, mm. to be. He's had a better season this season than he had last oh, yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But that's the thing with Villa. Villa get promoted. Big club like that. Make sure they stay up, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's uh, always for any promoted side. But they could re-establish themselves as, as, a, as a big Premier League club again. You know, they, yep. they've got that in them. Um, and with Grealish, I feel that it, towards the end of the season, you know, he did step up. And I, and I think th- th- this could well be his moment. Captain as well now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Aston Villa, eight, uh, 8 to 13 to be promoted. So £10 with bet 365 returns. £16, 15, including stakes. Staying with some championship chat, Middlesbrough looking for a new manager. What a link. We what a briefly link. mentioned this <laughs> one on the continent. Yeah, the net has been cast far and wide. Have you heard the, the best name? Yeah. Tell him, Jim. Gabriel Batistuta. <laughs> yeah. Well, I read, Which is just unreal. Gabriel Batistuta has said that he's interested in the job. And apparently, according to the report I read, Middlesbrough have said, no, nah, you're all right. What? John Terry's interested, though. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I, I firmly believe Frank Lampard will be Chelsea manager sooner rather than later. Oh, with Pedacek upstairs. Uh, and I can see John Terry seeing this as a year of, of, of training, as a, as a bit of an apprenticeship under Dean Smith and, and whoever else it was, and go somewhere else. I don't think Middlesbrough is the best fit for him. Though. Well, I don't know. I, th- I think you could have Pedacek upstairs, Lampard as number one, Terry maybe as number two. And if, you, if you're a Chelsea fan, that's a lovely old job. But I don't think Terry would accept that as a number two at Chelsea under Lampard. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? I do understand. Joint yeah. managers? 
Oh, I don't know. What could go wrong? Evans and Julia. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm fearful of... Uh, we've moved on from Gabriel Batista very quickly. Yeah, I know. Yes, we have. Is there, some, like kind of, have. Is there <laughs> some kind of South American kind of message board where it's like... <laughs> Come to Middlesbrough. <laughs> there should be a, there should be a clause where if, if Batistuta wants a job, you have to give it. Yeah. He's, I don't think he's ever he's never managed before, has he? Don't know. Yeah. I'll check. I'll check. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think he's ever managed it. before. And he's just gone straight into the job. it's not going to get you promoted, it but you're going to have a lovely time. While yeah. we're talking about managers, you just see Mick McCarthy commenting on the two <laughs> yes. Brighton. Oh, so he said about I think it was Brighton. He was, was talking great. about when he said Brighton. They've obviously felt like a change, you know, difficult uh, for them to do. Da di da di da. But they obviously felt that they they wanted a change, a bit like Ipswich. Hmm. How's that worked out? Yeah. <laughs> no, <it's not> right. <laughs> what do you say? That worked out well. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> lovely from oh. Miko. Batistuta has not managed before, but on his Wikipedia page, there's a piece of uh, commentary about him saying Batistuta struck shots with such controlled violence. You'd think he had a vendetta against balls and nets. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Yeah. All right, but, not, but not keepers. Uh, he's been in the film, by the way. Has he? Yeah. He's been in a film called Muneca Brava. Oh. Playing himself. Um, Muñeca Brava translates to? Uh, brave Neck. Wild Angel, apparently. Oh. But literally, it's translated to Angry Doll. <laughs> Ang- Angel is Angel in Spanish. Muñeca Brava. I, I fear if I was bringing this up, I would it would be met with more derision. Mm. Just saying. Perhaps. Yeah. Any more w- Wikipedia? Do we, we need content or not? We must go to the League One playoff final. No, we, we mustn't. Spoke about, no, we mustn't, we please. We spoke about right. great playoff finals over the years. <laughs> One of the great ones involved these two teams, Charlton Athletic and Sunderland. Oh, do did. you remember in 1998, the first division playoff final, when Charlton won 7-6 on pens after a 4-4 draw? Clive Mendonca hat-trick! Here's what I remember about it. Mendonca was amazing that season. Yep. His... His third goal mm-hmm. was one of the most underrated first touches you'll ever see. <laughs> if, you, if you remember it, yeah. the ball was absolutely screamed across the box and he killed it dead mm. And for his, th- for his third. Strokes it. Um, he scored a lovely penalty in the shootout as well. The, the penalty standard in the shootout was brilliant until poor Mickey Gray turned stepped up and absolutely P-rolled one mm. to, to the keeper. But it was an incredible game. I mean, we love a bit of that again, wouldn't we? Quinn and Phillips up front, yeah. like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. This <laughs> <laughs> is great. They both got on the well, score Well, we sheet. want this one to be to be a good one. We're all disappointed that Portsmouth aren't there. Uh-huh. Not surprised though. Um, yeah. But but we're all a little word on uh, on Portsmouth. From what I saw, they they didn't tap into the atmosphere. Let the atmosphere affect them. They tapped into the Sunderland. They players, did. That yeah. was disgraceful. Any, any words on you, mate? No, I've seen him since actually. No. Uh, You're very coy all of a sudden. Last time I saw him was at your your place. Too. No, um, and I think that, honestly that, that that atmosphere down there can be a real asset if you tap into it. But if you let it, if you let it um, get to you, it'll kill you. And well, they, they just didn't they just didn't tap into it. They're not in there. Sunderland have only lost seven matches this season, and in the top yeah. four leagues in England, only Liverpool and Man City have a better record domestically. I mean, Quite impressive. They, they, should, it's, yeah, they shouldn't be down there. Though, I mean, to they? be fair, Liverpool yeah. Man City are playing better team. <laughs> they are. They are. I mean, it yeah, depends how you look at it, you knob. Um, uh, <laughs> Sunderland manager Jack Ross. One of those Ross. defeats were Port- was Portsmouth, but it's not, not when it counts. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the real quiz. In fact, uh, two of them, actually. Two of them. Checker trade as well, well. That is the real quiz. Well, it was for a bit. You'd rather play. You'd rather promote <laughs> That was the temporary placeholder quiz. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Sunderland manager Jack Ross said he studies how other leaders go about their business when he's trying to improve his own um, uh, managerial uh, position. He said that uh, the Roman generals in the Roman Empire were an inspiration of his. He said even people like that did tactics, preparations, but they all made sacrifices to the gods before, which probably sums up that you can prepare as much as you want, but ultimately there is a bit of fate that's involved. So I've stabbed Lee Catamol. I so think he sounds like a bit of a fool. Yeah, so I've just chucked um, Aidan McGeady off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't go to show anything, does no. it? <laughs> Cost to no. show. Transferable skills. It was a long time I ago. Like We're not talking about football. Even eh, people like that did tactics. Yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> all that come in handy in the theatre of war? Yeah. yeah. But My it goodness. turns out you just make sacrifices sometimes. Yeah, and, and it can go one way or the other. <laughs> it, was a, it was a battle of two halves. It's like um, a man who's lost a bet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the League 2 playoff final now we're talking Newport County versus Tranmere Rovers Mickey Mellon has said that his team is good to go for the match this weekend at Wembley which is what you'd hoped and presumably Mike Dean is good to go Mm. in the stands at Wembley he feels like he's much better standard than League 2 so he's going to have to struggle to keep his humility I think what is Dean is Dean going to get on the pitch well I'm I'm confused that um, Deany pitch invasion Jim I imagine it is it I mean I, I know that I know that Referees are human beings, and obviously, you, for those well, who can't remember, like you're, you're referencing the, the thing in the stands. Yeah, yes, but, yes. But, but should a referee be seen to be that visible in the? Well, Luke, I, I, I know, I know, he can, I know he can 
be take, kept away from teams that are from his town or that he supports. And I get that, but like I say, referees are human beings. I don't know if you should be that vocal. Well, I, I su- suggested a moment, uh, an air of caution over this, and, and Jim and Pete both shot me down and said it was it was great. And of course, it is great. I understand the sentiment mm. what you're saying, but I do have to agree with. Okay, I like but what, see... what is the um, what is the argument that he shouldn't be like that? Mm. Well, the argument would be the argument would possibly be that. Um, I've interviewed Howard Webb, for example. Factually, he is a massive Rotherham United fan, season ticket holder, and he put it on hold for his career, mm-hmm. and now he's retired. He goes back to watch Rotherham United every week. And But he said he said in the interview, and Ramble Meach, you can listen mm. to it, oh, I, have, I understand my position. And the thing is, I wouldn't want to be vocal about it anyway, because every time I raise my head above the parapet, in the crowd they're going, Webby, what about that decision? What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. Referee's a joke. And so it's not beneficial. So unless you... Uh, Love the center, you're the center of attention so much that well, you're actually yeah. Mike Dean. Here's the nub. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it should be people something are, you should be people doing. People are always going to be watching you. People are always going to be looking at you. you, but, yeah, but, watch you made it that. but that's, yeah. that. But that's <laughs> on him, though, isn't it? Yeah, if he's happy for people to do that, then, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I, think that's I think we all know doesn't. what kind of person he is, and I've always said that he's a very good referee. But I think in that situation, do you want? Uh, do you referees always taught, always um, accused of being anti-football and not letting the game flow stuff like that? Like. This guy loves football and loves this particular football team. I like it. He loves something. Yeah. He does. <laughs> yeah. he well, loves cameras. How about yeah. this, though? Tranmere's James Norwood has scored 32 goals in all competitions this season, which is the joint most in the top four divisions in England, along with Sergio Aguero. Of course, Sergio Aguero has played better teams, though. But yeah. still, Luke, I think yeah. James Norwood deserves a bit of credit. I think he's him. a good player. I think he's a great finisher of moves, scores. It's just a proper natural finisher, actually, at that level. Yeah. And the one thing I like about um, James Norwood is um, if you want to know how much of a head down proper forward he is, <laughs> 32 goals this season, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. One assist. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave me. Let me get on with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And but, what was that to win a penalty? <laughs> yeah, probably was, yeah. That she then took, yeah. Is he going to Ipswich? Oh, that's what I've been hearing. Is that, is that, is that, right? that's what, I think all. I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Mm. Sides, mm. Hearing off yourself. Side, sideways step these days. <laughs> uh, according to Mick McCarthy. Um, let's go north of the border. Hearts versus Finally! Celtic in the Scottish Phew. Cup final. Celtic going for a third domestic treble in a row. But Craig Levine's lads stand boldly in their way. Jim. Yeah. How bold is it, Marcus? <laughs> it, well, how, we'll, how bold do you think? <laughs> word on Steve Clark? Oh, you got a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think that this could be a great win for Hearts. Well, they're eight to one outsiders to win this final in 90 minutes. A £10 with bet 365 returns £90, including stake. Should they, at the final hurdle, stop Celtic winning the treble treble who is also the father of Gary and Phil Neville. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be wonderful uh, for Scottish football, of course I do, if, if, if Hearts won. Mm. Um, can you imagine Neil Lennon, though, Celtic win the treble in the, in the, against Hearts? I mean, it would only be better for him, of course, if it was against Rangers, but he used to be Hibs manager and mm. the penalties he receives. He will be uh, he'll be very smug and and violently pleased. I'm sure. Should we move on? I think so. Yeah. Steve Clark is the new Scotland manager. Good on him. I like mm. Steve Clark. Seems mm. all right. He said he'd welcome back players who had previously retired from international football, but he won't be chasing them. Clark said that they'll need to unretire themselves. We're looking at you, James MacArthur, Alan McGregor, and Scott Brown. Yeah. Mm. I th- in a way, it's a come and come and. Come back, please, isn't yeah. it? Come and so it's, it's the first part of the dance. It's a little it's bit a, of a flirtation in it's itself. A, it's a come and have a look at yourself, please. <laughs> make the decision yourself, please. Yeah. I think it is. It's an interesting one. Although, but all it, all it says is, like, the thing is, I wonder if it's the best polit- like, political move because it, it kind of says, I mean, I'll entertain the idea of having you back, but I'm not that bothered. Yeah. And what you really want to do is say, We'll do anything to get them back. Yeah. We need them back. They've great, been great pros, been great international footballers over the years. We want them. It's exactly the kind of players we should be needing, blah, blah, blah. Even if you don't believe that, yeah. then you give yourself the best chance of getting them. Do you think that's right, though? I mean, because you know, there's got to be some truth to what he says that he wants people just who are who want to be there. And I think we're seeing a lot with international football that it is about sort of building a team around those that are absolutely chomping at the bit to be there. Hmm. Yeah, but he can he can inquire himself. He can, he can yeah. phone them and say, look, are, are you interested? Which I suppose he's sort of doing. I won't forgive too. But then maybe he's saying this. Metallica there. Yeah. Late doors Metallica. Perhaps he's saying this because the current players who are in the squad think, well, hang on, we're here as well. Mm. Would he go for Darren Fletcher? Uh, well, 
I don't think so. Could he tempt Darren Fletcher away from his director of football job at Man United? <laughs> well, he's not going to, is he? No. If Darren Fletcher wants to come back <laughs> exactly, into the fold, yeah. it's funny yeah. he's going to have to unretire himself. Kenny Dalglish. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Kenny Dalglish wants to have a knock on my door, <laughs> I'll talk to him. If Robbie Burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, oddly enough, in Ghana, there was a slightly similar situation with, with a player retiring from international football. And Asamo Rajan is the man we're going to talk about here. He, he decided to retire from international football ahead of the Africa Cup of Nations next month. He retired from football at 26 or something. Something like that, yeah. Well, this was because the captain's armband was taken off him for the national side. Yeah. It, it, it reads, surely, that, that or reading between the lines, he's had a strop, hasn't he? Yes. Um, so what they did in Ghana is the president requested that Jan make a U-turn over his decision and Jan duly uh, responded yes. in the positive way that they wanted. Yeah, he's been unretired. <laughs> By someone else. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, if, if Steve Clark's plea doesn't work, get Nicola Sturgeon on the phone mm. to them. He said, a presidential request is one that cannot be disregarded. Absolutely. <laughs> did, he ever, did he ever get his airline up and running? Remember, it was Baby Something Airlines. Oh, Baby uh, Jet. Ghana, baby Jet. And he, and, he wanted to, uh, and he wanted to start an airline. Oh, is that right? For yeah. babies. Yes, for babies. Lock a pack. Some of them can go in the uh, overhead lockers. <laughs> Peter Donaldson. Um, right then. Uh, no best bet this week. We'll bet 365. Luke. No, but we're going to be back with one next week for the Champions League final. So look out for that this mm. time next week. Yeah, All that's left, Peter, uh, Marcus, is to go and talk to that guy over there. Well, now it's time for going for gold. Have a word with yourself, lads. So the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you. What you would have played all game. It's time for Gold for Gold, and Michael this week has come up with the uh, the, the information that matters, the pieces of uh, shards of player that you're going to have to uh, guess. Just a quick... Um, Are you just... on the hat-trick, Marcus? I'm on a four, a quadruple. Well, you on this... Already? Oh, on yeah, this... hat-trick was last week. Yeah, on so. this, lads, Craig has got in touch. Um, I've uh, I've fully updated my weekly Going for Gold table. Oh, dear. For the season. It's the last oh, thing no. I mean. With the end of the season coming up, I thought I'd send it in. Uh, from what I remember last year, the score was kept each week, but doesn't seem to be the case this year. Uh, maybe as Jim won it so convincingly last year, it was kept quiet for this year. No, it wasn't. It's just we're quite no, lazy. Just, yeah. 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 So far, from my count, there has been 31 entries this year. As some week, uh, some weeks, Lucas uh, taken over with his game. Uh, for myself, after a pretty solid start of eight from the first 16, there was a spectacular nosediving performance, not getting any of the following 13. Wow. So mm. unlucky, uh, Craig. Thanks know for that. the feeling. Uh, as of last Thursday's preview show, the leaderboard looks as follows. He's put himself in here, which I quite enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's the fifth member. Uh, Jim with nine. Marcus with nine. Oh. Ooh. Myself with nine. Craig, we don't care. Uh, <laughs> Luke, Luke with eight. Oh, I'll do better than I thought. Yeah. I think he's made this up. He's and made it like... Oh, or well, have I emailed that in on my secret email? <laughs> I'm delighted we'd be one off the lead. I and, thought I'd be uh, miles yeah. behind. And Pete with five. Yeah. Okay. Some highlights include Jim getting four in a row. Marcus currently on three in a row heading into this week, so he could be uh, equaling Jim's record. However, the main achievement is uh, Luke's uh, three in a row of uh, Rama Vega, Sean Dyson, Roy Wergley. Yeah, well, they're very good. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you should let me win this one so it's all square in the final <laughs> week. <laughs> eh? Yeah. But you might not be able to. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Thank you, Craig, for that. That's great. It's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Craig, but yeah. Michael has come up with the uh, closer this week, so heads on, guys. <laughs> You're pointing at your own head. Mark head is getting in the zone. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> in the zone. Are you zen? Yeah. Are you in your mind palace? Get on with yeah. it. Yeah. I was born on the 12th of October, 1981. Stop. Just going to go straight in there go on. with a Joey Barton. Incorrect. Stop. Michael Carrick. Incorrect. Stop. Ricardo Calvalho. <laughs> Incorrect. Nice. <laughs> I have played 298 Premier League games, scoring 43 goals. Ooh. Hard to pick out his position there. Stop. Joe Cole. Incorrect. It's a good guess, though. Mm. I thought that for a that second. That takes all the boxes, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not as many matches as you'd like. Yeah, gonna have not that many goals. No, not a bad for his yeah. position. Mm. My first name aptly translates to name of God in my native language. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Stop. Damien Duff. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> very good, too. Very good. That's excellent. That's very good. <laughs> Only Peter Crouch has made more Premier League appearances as a sub than I have. Stop. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. No, forget it. 
Go on. I was going to say, are they going to social? It's ridiculous. Do you know what? I was thinking that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Incorrect. Um, uh, one of my career highlights uh, included uh, scoring at the new Camp, playing against Lionel Messi in a World Cup and winning the EFL Championship. Stop. Uh, Robbie Keane? Incorrect. Oh. Robbie, Robbie, God. In a native language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you forget. Ah, it's yeah. him upstairs, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, God. It goes can by you, many names. Can you repeat those clues? Sorry. Please. My career highlights including uh, include scoring at the new Camp, playing against Lionel Messi in a World Cup and winning the EFL Championship. <laughs> The EFL Championship, eh? <clears throat> you need to race through as I'm getting bloody hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the first penalty of my career at the age of 34, having scored all 10 efforts from the spot prior to that. Wow, this Ooh. is this is, this is is twisting me every which way. Mm, yeah. It's good, isn't it? Basically, if either of you two get this, I can't win going for gold this season. I'm, I'm oh. so nervous. I'll need a Luke doesn't win. No, I think, yeah, I think but, you're okay. I think. Mm. Oh, because if you get ten, are <clears throat> yeah. oh, we going to carry on for the summer? Well, we, we, we're, we'll not, we, we, yeah, we're, we're not sure. We'll not see. Sure. Okay. After spending the first fourteen years of my career at one club, I then subsequently played for five clubs in four years. Stop. Is it Nicholas Anelka? Incorrect. Yeah. He scored more in the Premier League. Yeah. <clears throat> After stop. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Incorrect. Stop Ida Good Johnson. Incorrect. Well, we're on that now. After helping yeah. to keep Notts County in the Football League in 2016 and winning the club's Goal of the Season award, I became a cult hero. Stop. Alan Smith. Incorrect. At the Magpies for the second time in my uh, career. Oh. I can't oh. believe I can't believe I've I just can't believe that I've away. done this. I've just, I've just thrown After it After helping away. to keep Notts County in the Football League in 2016 and winning the club's Goal of the Season award, I became a cult hero at the Magpies for the second time in my career. Bearing in mind... No, no, no. That, say no, the next, I know, I know the say the next clue, that Peter. Marcus is primed for the next clue. <laughs> yeah. The final clue. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, You've got to guess or he's going to guess. Come on, come on, we've got to move on here. Move on. Three, I haven't got two, nothing. One. I Stop. am... Shola Rami Obi. Shola Rami Obi. Four in a row. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> old. Yeah. I think Alan Smith may be scored how many goals? 43. 43. Ah, yeah. I think Alan did. That sounds more, yeah. You are the Brendan Rogers teeth of this girl. Did Alan Smith play for Notts County? Oh, he might did. No, he did. That's where the confusion was. Yeah. As soon as you, I've had, I've waited for that last clue. And I, I am part of an away. iconic footballing dynasty alongside my, <laughs> my, my two brothers, where collectively we've scored 135 league goals in five different countries. Oh, wow. So, Marcus, you're in the lead. Thank you very much, Michael, for those uh, clues. Thank Magnificent. Great stuff. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Thank you to me. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, to yeah. the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Luke Morgan. Good to have you back, baby. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. See ya. Thank you, Jimmy. Cheers. Thank you all. See you soon. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.